Today we'll ask one question I didn't think we'd be asking this season. Is Ilya Sorokin a little bit off right now? We've got that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. We have got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind. You can also follow us on X, formerly Twitter. Uh, uh, the show is on at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me on X, formerly Twitter, at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, giving you instant insight and analysis, and it is great to talk Islanders hockey with my viewers and listeners, game time or anytime. We are going to address an issue I really didn't expect we would have to talk about this season. And yet, we're going to address it. And that is, is Islanders goalie Ilya Sorokin kind of just a little bit off so far this season? And, you know, we're, we're past the two, we're at the two-thirds mark, a little past it now, of the month of November. We are 17 games into the season. Ilya Sorokin has started 11 of those 17 games. His numbers are anything but impressive. Uh, The goals against average is 3.32. The save percentage, 9.06. The one loss record, 4-3-4, which means that The Islanders have lost seven of the 11 games Ilya Sorokin has started. And 
okay, they got points in uh, eight of the 11 games, but I think the the goals against average and the save percentage are concerns right now, especially, especially if you look at his career numbers. I mean, a year ago, his goals against average was a 2.34. That is roughly a goal per game less. And keep in mind that's in a higher sample size. But a goal a game less and the save percentage was 9.24. Now it's down at 9.06. Clearly, we are seeing a drop-off in the play of Ilya Sorokin. And, you know, everydayers, you have heard me say multiple times that I don't think Ilya Sorokin was to blame for a lot of the goals he's given up. But, at the same time, you look at what this Islanders team has done this season and where they have struggled. And boy, oh boy, do they need to find a way to pick things up. And, you know, there was an interesting stat in the hockey news today. Ilya Sorokin, when the Islanders have a lead in games, has a goals against average of 3.94 and a save percentage of just 8.93. And when it comes to goalies in the NHL, we know it's not just how many saves you make. It's also when you make them and how you make them. And right now, along with the rest of the team, Ilya Sorokin seems to be struggling, especially when the Islanders have a lead. And this team, you know, Sorokin has not let in a lot of soft goals, but he has let in some goals that Last season, he just wouldn't have let in. And, yeah, I, I, I still think a large part of the problem is the team in front of him. And I think we're going back, you know, with regard to that, we're going around in circles. Why? Last year, Lane Lambert started out the season saying he wanted the defenseman to get more involved in the offense, to pinch a little bit more, hopefully without sacrificing too much structure and defense. But he was hoping for that. They got off to a good start, slumped in the middle of the season, and then Matthew Barzal gets hurt. The Islanders return to a more conservative defensive system, and voila, they go Finished the season exceptionally strong. Surprise a lot of people playing solid winning hockey without their most dynamic offensive player and make the playoffs. I really think that not that Lane Lambert's system is bad, but again, I don't know 
that opening things up is the right recipe for this team the way it is presently structured. This team is a defense-first team. And clearly, you know, Ilya Sorokin has faced, I believe it is, the third most shots of any goalie in the league. That's also part of the problem. This team defensively, because they're trying to get the defenseman a little bit more involved, and because I think they're letting go a little bit of that uh, very precise Barry Trotz-like system, I see too many odd man breaks, too many unattended players in high danger scoring areas. On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned am I about Ilya Sorokin right now? Maybe at 3 at most, 2, 2.5, 3, something in that range. I don't think Ilya Sorokin is losing it. I don't think he's slowing down. I don't think he's playing poorly but he's not playing up to the standard that he himself set over the last two seasons, especially when he was the man in between the pipes for the New York Islanders. And to me, it's probably 85% this team isn't playing good enough defense in front of him. They're giving up too many shots, period, and too many high-danger shots. And I think there is a fatigue factor with all of this. Because when you're facing 35, 38, 40 shots a game, you know, that does affect a goalie. And, you know, okay, Semyon Varlamov, who's only played half the number of games, a little more than half, six games compared to Sorokin's 11, but his goals against average is a 2.18 and his save percentage is a 9.34. Varley, who has more rest than Ilya Sorokin, is handling the difficulty better, I think in part because he has more rest. Uh, But to me, the bigger issue is what this team does in front of Ilya Sorokin rather than Ilya Sorokin. And as a hot take, I still think By the time the season ends, you'll see Ilya Sorokin put up really solid numbers in both goals against average and especially in save percentage. And I'd be a lot more worried if that save percentage number was below 90. But Sorokin needs to be a little better, and this team needs to play a lot more structured defense in front of him. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll talk a little bit about some of the things the Islanders need to address now that they're back at 500. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets For all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee. So Game Time takes the guesswork 
out of buying tickets. My favorite feature is that you can see on the app the view from your seat before you purchase the tickets so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts, it is the place to find last-minute seats. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So there are still some things this team obviously needs to address. And some of them are pretty obvious, but some of them maybe a little bit less so. Uh, Right now, the Islanders are 29th in the league in goals scored. And that's, again, not where you want to be out of 32 teams. Get me at least to 19th or 18th. Get me near the middle. Uh, Again, I don't expect this team to be an elite offensive scoring machine, but get me closer to the middle. Get me to average or even just slightly below average. Uh, And part of the problem is that the Islanders are also 29th in assists, which tells me that the passing is problematic and I can tell you during games how many times I have read on social media oh the Islanders can't string three passes together it has been a struggle at times Matthew Barzal leads the team with 11 assists Noah Dobson is next at 10 followed by Bo Horvat with nine but then you drop you know not a lot of guys only three other players with more than five assists through 17 games, and that's Engvall with seven, Palmieri with six, and Pajot with five. We are just not seeing uh, great setups, and we're not seeing great finishes. The Islanders have the 31st ranked shooting percentage in the NHL, 8.2%. That is not a winning strategy. 8.2% shooting percentage as a team. That means in order to get four goals in a game, the Islanders need to take 50 shots on goal, give or take. That's not happening very often. You're not getting 50 shots on goal. And therefore, you're not getting the goals. So the Islanders need to shoot more accurately pass better, and produce more goals. 43 goals in 17 games. Again, not a winning formula for this or any other hockey team. Now, the power play, that's been a little better, but we'll get to that in our third segment. The penalty kill, however, is dreadful. And... It's ironic because coming into the season, we were all concerned about how bad the power play was last year, and rightfully so. But we were confident in the PK. Well, the PK is 31st in the league. Uh, 
they are only killing off 69.5% of opposing teams' power plays. That means that for every 10 power plays that the Islanders have to defend three times, they're giving up goals. And you can't have that. You just can't have that. Now, the Islanders do have three shorthanded tallies. Simon Holmstrom with two, Casey Sezikis with one, but you got to kill penalties. And the other thing is they're taking penalties, uh, taking too many of them. And as everydayers know, too many of the penalties they're taking are of the lazy variety. Penalties that mean you're not moving your feet or you're out of position. So you hold or you hook or you trip, or you interfere because you're panicked. Oh my, I'm beat. I'm going to give up this really good scoring chance. What do I do now? Can't have that. The penalty kill must be better. And I I can tell you right now, you show me a team that is 29th in the league in goals scored, 29th in assists, 31st in shooting percentage, and 31st on the penalty kill. And I'll show you a struggling hockey team. Now, the good news, if you want to look at it that way, is this. The Islanders are still 500 on the season. Okay, NHL 500, but we're in the NHL, so 500 on the season And they're playing with all of these issues and all of these problems. Too many times, what we've seen from this hockey team, and I think this is what makes a lot of fans so frustrated. I know it's very much what frustrates me. The Islanders are beating themselves at least as often as the opposition is beating the Islanders. And that, the the bad news is that's the mark of a sloppy, undisciplined, struggling hockey team. The good news is that's correctable, hopefully, with the right coaching, with the right attitude, with players playing up to the backs of their hockey cards and their potential. If you get J.G. Pajot to play like J.G. Pajot has played. And he doesn't have to be the 20-plus goal guy. But get me to the 15 or 18 goals and 40 points and great penalty killer, good in the face-off circle, good back checker and defensive player. You, you give me that J.G. Pajot, I can handle it. You give me the Anders Lee, who is capable of scoring 20, 25 goals, and 45, 50 points, and is a leader, and can, you know, contribute on the power play by getting deflections and rebounds and tips. You give me the the guys on this roster right now who play the way we've seen them play in the past, and this team is better on paper than a 500 hockey team. They're not elite. They are a fringe playoff team on paper, but right now, they're not even that. But the good news is, 
through all of this, the Islanders are three points out of a playoff berth after 17 games. And, you know, there are some teams ahead of them in the standings that I'm not that confident are going to maintain their fast starts. So, if you're the New York Islanders and you're looking at the schedule, you know, two of the next three games are at home. And all three of them are against teams that did not make the playoffs a year ago. If you want to get back on track, now is the time to do it. Let's see if this team has it in them. Because realistically, either this team is just sort of in a collective slump or this team is older and is no longer capable of playing up to the backs of their hockey cards and living up to the expectations that they themselves have set earlier in their career. Or maybe it's some combination of both. We have got a lot more to get to. We're going to talk a little bit more about what we know about this team. And we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day. Uh, It's a goalie who was only with the Islanders for part of the 1993-94 season. You may know him a little bit better as a Buffalo Sabre. But we'll see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors' passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, the part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not burning cash. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, and yeah, that includes Locked On NHL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So... What do we know about this team? What do we know? I think we know this team is capable of playing better than they have. I think we know that this team is inconsistent, that it is surprising that a veteran team like the Islanders is struggling to hold leads. You would think, out of all of the players on this team, so many of whom have been there and done that and gone on long playoff runs with this team, not just a couple of years ago, uh, you wouldn't see those blown leads. The power play, which we talked about earlier, clearly looking 
better. And, you know, look, when the power play is not doing well, we're critical. And you've heard me call out John McClain and Lane Lambert multiple times because of the way the power play was structured and the way it was being run. Well, I'm giving credit right now to the coaching staff because the power play is 11th in the league. Almost 23% conversion rate. That is solid. On the plus side so far, we have definitely seen Noah Dobson take a step forward. He, if you ask right now, who leads the Islanders in points? Who's the leading scorer right now in points on the New York Islanders? The uh, Well, Matthew Barzal and Noah Dobson both have 15 points, but Dauber has five goals. Barzal has four. Noah Dobson right now leads the Islanders in scoring. Brock Nelson, still red hot. Eight goals in 17 games. Right around that 35 to 40 goal range as far as the pace is concerned. Bo Horvat, 14 points in 16 games. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's what, a 75 to 80 point uh, pace Again, there are some reasons for optimism. Simon Holmstrom looking so much more confident than he was a year ago. And what last year, last year in 50 games, Simon Holmstrom scored six goals. He's got four in 16 games so far this year. And while I don't think he's a first-line player right now, He's as good a fit as anyone on this roster at the moment on that first line with Bo and Barzi. So there are reasons for optimism of this of, with this team. You got to figure Sorokin will get back into form. You got to figure J.G. Pajot is not going to have no goals for the whole year. He's going to at least score a few more. Um There are some reasons for optimism, and we're going to talk about them and get to them uh, throughout the season, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Monday was the 57th birthday of former Islanders goalie Tom Draper. Draper drafted by the original Winnipeg Jets in the eighth round back in 1985, spent four years at the University of Vermont, and made his NHL debut with the Jets in 1988-89. Uh, then moved on to Buffalo, played 26 games for the Sabres in 91-92, 11 games in 92-93, and then joined the Islanders for the 93-94 season. After that, back to the minors, back to Europe. He played one more NHL game after leaving the Islanders, and that was in 1995-96 with the Winnipeg Jets. Tom Draper only played in 53 career NHL games. He had one shutout, a 3.70 goals against average, and an 8.77 save percentage. The uh, the native of Outremont, Quebec, uh, 5'11", 183, so kind of average size for a goalie. His best game as an Islander, it's easy. It's the only win he had as an Islander, uh, October 29th. 1993 at the Thunderdome in Tampa 
Islanders and the Lightning. Obviously, Tom Draper, the goalie for the Islanders. Pat Jablonski got the start for the Lightning. And in this game, Tom Draper stopping 26 of 28 shots. That's a 9.29 save percentage. Derek King scored twice. Tom Curvers had a goal and an assist. Pierre Turgeon, two assists. Islanders beat the Lightning by a score of 4-2. to two. So Tom Draper is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Folks, uh, I, I, I got to say thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We are going to celebrate our 1,000th episode of Locked On Islanders. Uh, I am honored, and we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. We will obviously preview Wednesday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers, and we'll have our weekly farm report. So lots to get to on tomorrow's show, and hopefully you'll be able to join us for that. Guys, have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.